Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. Moses fasted to receive the commandments from God. He went and spent, and according to Exodus chapter 33, he went and spent days, 40 days, 40 nights in the presence of God, fasting to receive the commandments of God. So, it is important to understand even the commandments that were given came based on fasting. It wasn't given because he was fasting, but he had to fast in order to assess it. So, he accessed um, the commandments because of he prepared himself to access it. So, fasting has a definite role it plays for the people of God and for that matter in every spiritual quest. Daniel fasted. Esther fasted with a whole bunch of people. Ezra fasted. Nehemiah fasted. David fasted. And the list goes on. And then you may think that Jesus is the son of God himself, so he wouldn't have to... But when he came, he also joined the fasting spree. spree. So he also fasted. The early church fasted. People fasted. So fasting, actually, fasting is mentioned 75 times in the Bible. Fasting is mentioned. When you fast, a few things I want you to understand about fasting. When you fast, you create space for God in your busy life. Fasting is a means to create space for God in your busy life. Amen. Amen. Fasting is to make space for God. How many of you believe life is very busy? Listen, if life is not busy for you, I'm really concerned about you. (laughs) No, there are times you actually want to pray and the nature of your, your schedule doesn't even allow you. Sometimes you leave the house by 5.30 and you wake up at maybe quarter to five. Shower quickly, get yourself ready and then leave. You don't even, sometimes you don't, there are people who can be so busy they don't even get time to actually be eating regularly. So that means that and generally, especially in a developed world, those of us who live in this part of the world really need fasting. Because life can be so busy, there are times you have to create intentionally, intentionally make space for God in your busy schedule every now and then. There must always be space every day in your life for God, but there are times that you create a protracted period, for a protracted period of time, you create space for a certain purpose or to allow God to be in. In the, in the olden days, when you say fasting, fasting is like tying a ribbon very firm on your little finger to remind you that you are depending on God. So it's a period of time where you, are, you have tied it every time you, you know that you are depending on God. Fasting is that, that's, that's what fasting serves to, to do. And fasting also is like connecting with those who suffer hunger 
No, no, there are a lot of people suffering hunger. People are starving. I hear children, about a few years ago, 40,000 children die of starvation every day or so. The people, people are suffering hunger, starvation. Sometimes when you enter into fasting, it's a way of identifying with the disenfranchised or the disadvantaged or the marginalized in, the, in our world. It's, it, you, you see, God cares about everybody. God cares about sufferings of humanity. So when you are fasting, you put yourself in a state. You humble yourself to identify with what others possibly can also go through. Fasting it helps you. So it also it helps you to remember you are man or you are but dust. In spite of all what you have around you and all the opportunities you have, it helps you to remember that you are nothing but dust. And so you, what others are going through, you are not exceptional. Fasting is embracing emptiness. You are embracing emptiness. So it's because a period where you have abstained from stuff, mainly food and other things which I'll explain. It's like you are embracing emptiness. You are embracing um, withdrawal, pulling yourself away from normal things and creating empty space in your life for God. So when we talk about fasting, it's not only food we are talking about. Fasting is not just food. It's not just drink. In times of fasting, you need to withdraw from a lot of normal activity. Regular internet usage. For pleasure, I mean. I mean, it's work that's different. Regular meetings or socializing for the period of fasting. So when you are fasting, it means that you withdraw yourself from a lot of regular things that really are not spiritual. They may not be bad in themselves. You withdraw yourself from certain music. You withdraw yourself from certain environments you go. You withdraw yourself from certain... Uh, maybe movies or things you you regularly watch. In the time of fasting, I'm not saying when you are fasting, you don't have to watch a movie. I'm not saying when you are fasting, you don't have to listen to music. I'm not saying when you are fasting, you don't have to socialize. I'm talking about when you are fasting, there is the need to also pull back a bit from some regular things. Pull back and make, create some emptiness or empty space around you, creating space for God. You withdraw from some regular things and it with an intentionally, purposely to create space for God because your life is very busy. Fasting. Fasting is body talk. Body talk to God. You are putting your body in a state to make a statement to God. It's like body language. You know body language matters. Sometimes when you are talking to somebody and the way they, their body language alone tells you whether they are interested or not. Sometimes when you go for interview, they, it's not just what you are saying. They are observing your body language. Body language matters a lot. There are actually specialists, experts who read body language. God also reads body language. When you, have, when you put yourself in a fast, it's a body language to God. That I'm making a body 
statements to you. I want to make a statement. I'm putting my body in this state because I need you. Because I want to engage more of you into my life. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. It's like you are expressing your seriousness or your heart hunger for God or seriousness in wanting God. You, you, you are telling God, God, I need you so seriously that I'm putting myself in this state. Did you understand? I'm putting myself, I'm excusing myself from regular living, regular activities, regular normal ways of doing things because I really need you. God, I'm hungry for you. I am, I'm, my heart, I'm expressing the hunger in my heart physically. Hunger for you. So but fasting gives you an opportunity to actually express your seriousness for how much you want God. It's about getting, you see, some people fast for wrong reasons. People think that when you fast, you can get God to do what you want. No. Fasting get, allows God to do what he wants in your life. It's not you getting God to do what you want. It is you getting God to do what he wants in your life. When you fast. And May I also say here that fast people can fast for, for wrong reasons and be motivated by wrong desires in their fasting, wrong purposes. For instance, there is a woman in the Bible called Jezebel. Sister Jez fasted. In 1 Kings chapter 21, verse 9, because she wanted somebody's land for her husband. And the man said, I won't give you. Jezebel proclaimed the fast. Yeah. And she wrote in the letter saying, Proclaim a fast and set Nabal on a high uh, on high among the people. He she declared, he proclaimed a fast in the land. Let's all fast. And then when we finish, during the fasting, let's set a special feast and neighbor, let him put him on the high table so we can kill him. So she was fasting, but her fasting was for wrong reasons. In Acts chapter 23, verse 11, 12, 13, and 14. This is interesting. God appeared to Saul. Actually, I went from verse 12, but I, you know, as my customers, I just sometimes want to indulge in a bit more of scriptures because there's something about the scriptures that make me tickle. It's just, just, it's so sweet to my taste. And the night following, the Lord stood by him. The Lord stood by Paul. Paul. In the night. Yes, 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 yes. The Lord stood by Paul in the night and said, Be of good cheer, Paul, for as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must you bear witness of me at Rome. God spoke to him because opposition was coming. Before opposition shows up, if God is with you, he is always taking a step ahead. Oh yeah, it's always like that. Look at the next verse, verse 12. And when it was day, certain of the Jews banded together and bound themselves under a curse, saying that they would neither eat nor drink till they had Paul killed. Wow. 
That's serious. They, they, they came together and team up and they, they said, we will never eat or drink until this man is dead. They proclaim a fast, a negative fast. You don't know who are fasting against you. Listen, may I tell you this? I always want to chip in some things a little bit. If, listen to this very carefully, if you are going to marry somebody, if you are going to marry somebody and the person's mother or father fights aggressively, but you manage to succeed in getting married, please, it's calling for fasting. Yeah. Don't take it for granted. Because the power of ill wish can set a mood against your family and against your marriage. Against your fertility. Against your decent peace in the house. So, these people bound themselves under an oath that we will never eat until we see this poor killed. Yeah. Look at verse 13. And they, they were more than 40. They were more, they were more than 40 which had made this conspiracy. 40. And they came to the chief priests. They had access. They came to the chief priests and elders and said, we have bound ourselves under a great curse that we will, uh, we will, uh, that we will eat nothing until we have Paul. We have slain Paul. We will eat nothing. So people can fast for wrong reasons. You are fasting for your boss to lose the job so you can get his, his position. You are fasting for someone to die so that you can have their estate. That is foolish fasting. And people do that. So, people can fast for wrong reasons. One of the things fasting does is fasting humbles you. When you fast, it's in the Old Testament, they call it, I humbled myself in fastings. And we humbled ourselves in fastings. We humbled ourselves in fastings. So you humble yourself with fasting. And also, this is necessary to understand that when you are fasting, you need a humble disposition, a humble heart. Two people came to the temple synagogue to pray. One was a publican. The other one was a Pharisee. And in Luke chapter 18 from verse 11, Jesus told the story. He says the publican, the Pharisee, stood and prayed thus with himself. He was praying with himself. God, I thank thee that I'm not as, the, as other men are, extortionists and just adulterers and even as this publican over there. <laughs> I am not like him. And in verse 12, he says that I fast twice a week. I give tithes. Of all that I, Pharisees do it to, so Christians. I fast twice and give thanks of all that I possess. Verse 13. Now, the publican stand, standing afar off would not lift up so, uh, so much as his eyes unto heaven. Could, normally, Jewish prayer, you lift your eyes to heaven. It's a posture. But the man is so bad, he couldn't lift his eyes. <laughs> 
Some of you, I know, when you come to church, sometimes you can't even raise your hands. You are tempted raising your hand. The devil says, can you please put it down? <laughs> The choir was singing such a beautiful song. And the thing moved your spirit. You lift your hand. And then you, you got up. Suddenly, the devil told you, have you forgotten what you did last night? Please, don't join those who are standing. Can you sit down? And then you, you gently sat down. So the man couldn't lift his eyes. But he said, I like his prayer. He said, um, he, he smote he was beating his breast. Then he said, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Be merciful to me, a sinner. That's why there is place in church for everybody and anybody who means to seek God. God does not count or let your credit history Determine whether he will listen to you or not. There is room at the cross for everybody. So in spite of, sometimes when you come to church fresh, you see people, especially when you see people sitting in front like that, people singing in the choir and ushers around, you are wondering, when can I also be as pure as these people? Jesus said in the parable, or in the story, that this man, verse 14, this man, which man? The man who pleaded for mercy. I tell you that this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself shall be abased, and everyone who humbles himself shall be exalted. Fasting is a statement of humility. God, I'm humbling myself. And when God sees you humble yourself, he will exalt you. And so what that means that when you are fasting, I don't understand how you are fasting and you come to church, you are arguing with ashes. Think about it. When you are humble, you don't, you don't care about some things. Some things may not be nice or fair, but you know what? It doesn't matter. So fasting is a time of humility. That's not a time to be offended in a preaching. Mm. Mm. You'll be stranded on the highways mm. of life. Mm. Don't have an exaggerated opinion of yourself. Mm. That's not the time. The period of fasting that you are humbling yourself, sometimes God will allow certain humbling situations to prove to you that you are not humble. God will allow it just to help you to see your, the state of your heart. Because yeah. you keep praising yourself. As for me, I'm humble. 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 There's no obvious sign of pride than when you believe you are humble enough. Wow. <laughs> I said, there's no obvious sign of pride than when you believe you are humble enough. Pride, one wise man said, is the only sickness that affects everybody apart from the one who has it. <laughs> you don't see anything wrong with yourself. And the problem is everybody. 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 So fasting is humbling yourself. All right. All right. So you have to fast with the right motives. When you are fasting, 
You are fasting for God's protection. You are fasting for salvation of your family. You are fasting for healing. You can fast for divine intervention. You can fast for favors. You can fast, fast for opportunities. You can fast to deal with complex things in your life. I'm going to show you some of the things that... But fasting always comes with a reward. Yeah. When you fast... God answers and responds to fasting. God responds to fasting. When we fast, it exposes us and prepares us and opens us up for reward. When you begin to feel, now the fasting has kicked in. Then you can talk down. That's the fasting time. The fasting time is not when everything is like normal. But when you begin to feel, something is extracting from yeah now that's when you fasting has actually but the good news is that fasting can help you develop certain habits so it helps break certain eating pattern some of us will always snack you have food in your bag so instead of snacking on crisps on chocolate snack on God's word that's the time so what you be used, sometimes your cooking reduces. So the time you'll be using to cook, you use it spending with God. The time you'll be using it for snacking, snack on God's word. Fasting comes with so much untold benefits, a lot of people don't know. When you are fasting and the fasting kicks in, please don't focus on the hunger, focus on the reward. Focus on the Lord. Focus on the benefits of your fasting. Isaiah chapter 58. Let's look at it. Thank you, Jesus. Is somebody receiving something at all? Reading from verse 5. I'm reading the King James Version. Isaiah 58, 5. It it is such a fast. Is it sorry? Is it such a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul. Is it to bow down his head as a barush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will thou call this a fast? And an acceptable day of the Lord. Because they used to just do the external bits and not the real thing. So God said, this is not just the fasting. There's more to fasting than this. Just, just you put ash, ash, sackcloth and ash on yourself. That means you have fasted. And, no. Fasting, the benefit is not just ashes and sackcloth. It comes with more. Then it says in the verse 6, is it not this, the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bands of wickedness. Say, lose the bands of wickedness. You can look at it in two ways, but this is very important. When you fast, all kinds of things that are going on in your life, that is like, these are, you have been banned. It has bound you. It is a, it's wickedness. You are not free. There was a woman, the Bible said that she could in no wise lift herself in Luke chapter 13. It's bands of, bands of wickedness. Say, lose it. Fasting has a way of setting you loose. As I was saying, sometimes your maybe eating habits is not good. 
Do you know fasting can correct your eating habit? So lose the bands. Number two, to lose the band of oh, no, sorry, to lose the band of wickedness and to undo heavy burdens. Fasting undoes. You know, I, I was teaching the other time and I spoke about the computer usually always have undo buttons. Yeah. So you must learn how to. If you don't have a computer that has that has not got undo buttons, it's not good. <laughs> Doesn't have undo. No. When you are doing a design or something, it's good to always use the undo. When you are typing a letter or something, undo is very good. But fasting has an undo effect. Some things that has been enforced into your life by virtue of some mistakes or some decisions you made, some exposure you gave yourself. Let me tell you something. I'll probably say a bit more later. But if you are struggling with addictions, fasting can help you with addictions. Yeah. Fasting can, however the addiction started, you can deal with, you can use the undo button of pressing, uh, 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 of fasting. I'm telling you. Fasting has uh, uh, the power to break addictions. Most people don't know this. Most people don't know this. Addiction. You are suffering under the burden of addiction. Every time you come to church, you feel so down. Because this nicotine addiction is, 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 sometimes you're able to win yourself off it. Yeah? It's come back. You have started, you've gone back to the spliff. <laughs> I see addictions being broken in the name of Jesus. So to lose the bond of wickedness, one, two, undo heavy burdens, three, to let the oppressed go free. Don't know what is oppressing you. When you get into fasting, sometimes you can break yourself free from this oppression, free from this depression, free from this stress. The enemy is imposing on your life. To let the oppressed go, better benefits of fasting, rewards of fasting, let the oppressed go, go free. To break every yoke, I explained what a yoke is the other time. It's, it's been put on you. It's like a, a wooden structure. And you can't do what you want because you are tied to another animal. And you are forced to go in a certain direction and to plow or to carry heavy load. Yoke. Yeah, you can put it on the screen. That's a yoke. That's a yoke. It's holding. You are not free. You are not free, but fasting breaks yokes. One of the things, as a pastor, it really breaks my heart. One of my soft spots, it really breaks my heart. When I see people under oppression or addictions, and it's like they can't stop. I'm not saying those who like it and they behave like they can't stop. You know, when, when, when something is controlling your life, you can be a very miserable person. Sometimes you have lost hope in life because you just can't get, you can't. Those things break my heart. When people are under satanic hold, siege. But I believe two things that break yokes. Number one is anointing. Number two, fasting. Fasting destroys yokes. A yoke over your marriage. The yoke, you can't just skip a job. Every now and then your mind goes, hey, hey, kill yourself, 
And it's like it's a season. It's seasonal. Every one and a half years or every eight months, this thing comes on you. And you lock yourself away from everybody. It's a yoke. It's not a normal life. You, des- you deserve living a normal life. You deserve living a normal life. Why do you have to go through this constant battle? I believe that the yoke can be destroyed. I believe it. The yoke can be broken off your life. Shout hallelujah. Yoke. To, to break every yoke. Verse 7. To share with the needy. When you are fasting, the food you save, the money you save, you can... You see, one of the things to do in, during fasting is don't, okay, I didn't buy food, breakfast, lunch, so I'll buy all dinner. And then from six, you start eating. You eat till midnight for six hours. <laughs> so, to share, so, Instead of holding the food, just get what you can and then save the money and be a blessing to someone who is also in need. That's fasting. Fasting, some things must go from you to others. So last year I declared that every time we are fasting, we have to send stuff, food or resources or money to other charities, certain type of charities, yeah, that, that are helping need the needy. We also give to these things. If we're in Africa, it would have even been even easier. You, some churches, they, they bring food and then they go to orphanage and they go. But our money can do that. And different. So, but you to take it upon yourself. That brother, bless him with something that you know that this person is in need. You have seen this person was born straight, but virtually his leg is becoming bulging because the shoe is. She is slanted, so it's affecting his leg. I'll give him your old shoe. During the fasting, be a blessing to somebody in need. Be a blessing to somebody in need, starting from the church and extending it to people around you who you know are in need. Sometimes God will show you needs of people. When fasting, add that to your fasting. Because it gives you, the benefit here is, it gives you the opportunity to be good to somebody. And when you are good to somebody, God will pay you back. Today, our Proverbs reading, it talks about God pays. If you, if you, anyone who gives to the poor, you lend to God. Proverbs 17. When you give to the poor, you lend to God. And if you lend to God, he'll pay you. Yeah, Proverbs 19, I said 17, He that has pity on the poor lends to God. Thanks to the Lord, and that which He has given will be uh, will be pay Him back. Will He pay Him back? Will He pay Him back? So whatever you are giving to God, He'll pay you back. How do you give it to God? The poor. So it gives opportunity for you to put yourself in a position where God will pay you back. Amen. Are you learning something? Thy light shall then shall thy light break forth as the morning and thy health spring. So thy light, said my light. My light. Say my light. my light. Your light will break forth. And now even look at verse 
um, 10, verse 10, B of verse 10. If you draw out your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity and thy darkness be at the noonday. When we talk about your light breaking forth, it's talking about insights, ideas that will change your story, dawns on you. You know, there are some, you know, ideas can change a person's story. Yeah. Yeah. Then shall your light break forth. When you start fasting and you are doing it right, God can drop an idea in your life. Suddenly, you are trying, some of you are trying to study and you are, you are struggling with this study, this kind of, suddenly, the, the light will drop. And you see, they begin to prosper in that area, begin to do well in that area, because you have discovered how it works. One of the reasons why I believe that God has helped me in the work of the ministry, I believe through the fastings, I began to see how life works and spiritual things work. Because it's not, it's not obvious. How spiritual things work. You may think, oh, because I'm praying, I'm reading my Bible, things will work. People read and pray, their, pray, their, pray and read their Bible and they are still struggling with whatever the enemy has imposed on their life. They are spiritual means to get things working. Yeah. One of the things fasting can do for you is what it will take 10 years to achieve, it can, be, it can happen in a year. Yeah. What can take? So I began having certain insights into life. I began having certain insights into relationships, how to relate with the fathers God has given. That's one of my, my key opportunities in life. When God wants to bless you, he'll bring you, um, an anointed person across you. It's because he wants to save you. Because he wants to help you. And if you are not wise in, in handling and managing that relationship, you'll be the sufferer. I can't tell. Your insight will determine your height in life. Your insight. Your insight. Sir, I'm operating based on insight. Not based on the, the arm of flesh. We operate based on insight. If when you do some things, it will manifest. In fasting, it will help you. Uh, how about if you are not well? If you are not, no, listen. If you are on medication, you are pregnant, or you are breastfeeding, or you are on, you are not well, or going through treatment or something. Listen, you don't have to beat yourself to it. We have you covered. So we are fasting on your behalf. Don't be legalistic about this whole thing. That there are times people may not be in the position to be able to do some things. Does that make sense? Yeah, so it's important to understand your light will dawn when you fast. Let's quickly go through this thing. The 7.7 is your healing spring forth speedily. Fasting has health benefits. I heard one expert said some time ago, he said that everybody has, walks around carrying a doctor within you. Everybody, you have a doctor inside you. Most animals in the wild, when they are not well, they withdraw from food. And not, they have a way of fasting. <laughs> and it begins to rebuild their body. Yeah. Fasting has serious medicinal advantages. When you fast, it washes your system, especially when you're fasting and you're drinking water. You see that, it's, it's that your, your, your urine turns yellow, but after a long time, it becomes clearer and clearer. It's good to drink. It cleanses your system. It cleanses your, your... I mean, fasting, fasting is believed 
to be able to help with things like diabetes, high blood pressure, and fasting helps a lot. Listen, fasting doesn't kill, it's eating that kills. Fasting does not kill. Fasting has great medicinal purposes. It cleanses your system. Certain skin diseases and skin issues don't easily come. And fasting helps detox your body. And the one thing I found out in my study is that fasting also helps, it slows the aging process. Yeah. Fasting slows your aging process. It renews your youthfulness or it elongates your youthful seasons. Fasting. Fasting. It helps your, even your brain, the functioning of your brains. It cleanses your... Fasting is so medicinal. So you are carrying a doctor inside you. Begin to use him. There are times people fast not for spiritual reasons, but they fast to just for, for health reasons, to just cleanse themselves. He said, then your health shall spring forth. I see your health springing forth speedily. Then he says that your good works, um, verse, let's look at this, it's very important, verse 8. And thy righteousness go before thee. When you fast, you know, there are, everybody has something good in them and something bad in them. When you fast, it makes what is good about you go ahead of you. So people, people's attention are drawn to the good side of you and they offer you the job without even noticing the other side. Yeah, it is a very powerful spiritual thing. When you fast, I'm not saying it moves people, but spiritually, it prepares you that your righteousness goes ahead of you. You want to get married. I know you are, you are invested in a lot of different types of makeup and fashion. You better, better consider fasting. Because when people see you, they only see the hair under your wig. But when you, are, when you begin to, people, a man will see you, the hair under the wig is there. But he doesn't even notice. He said, this is the kind of thing I normally like. I like to see wig and proper hair on the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your good works, your good side, the good things about you goes ahead of you when you fast. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then number nine is supernatural response. When you fast, God responds supernaturally. He said, then thou shalt call, verse 9, then thou shalt call, and the Lord shall answer, that thou shalt cry, and he shall say, here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee. So when you call, he said, I will answer. When you are praying. See, there are things in your family, in your life, that is begging for fasting and prayer. Number 10 is secure the future. Verse 11. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones. Hallelujah. Like, and thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Yeah. These are the benefits of... You, the, the future will be better. It will be good for you. Yeah. God will guide you continually. Yeah. You shall be like a watered garden. When people are going down, you are going up. Yeah. 
When people are losing their jobs, you are getting more offers. I'm telling you, it has supernatural opportunities. So when you fast, it's not like a spiritual exercise, yeah, yeah, you don't have food to eat. No, 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 no. You, there's, there, there are rewards for fasting, the Bible shows us. Hallelujah. Amen. Quickly, the last point here is verse 12. Verse 12 says that, and they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places, that shall raise up the foundation of many generations, that shall be called the repairer of the bridge, the restorer of the path to dwell in. You, some, every family has some waste places. Yeah. There are things going on in your family that's not good. There are things in your house that really is a problem. It's a problem. There are things in your marriage that has become, that some aspects of your marriage has become like waste place. Communication in your marriage has become like waste place. Family uh, in-laws issue has become like a, no one goes there. Waste places in your life. Waste places who see visitation in the name of Jesus. Amen. Suddenly waste places become fruitful places. Everybody in your family, in your life, sometime in your career, look, you graduated a while ago with this certificate and you got an in, two interviews based on that certificate, but you've never gotten a job and it's six years now. Why did you go to school for that certificate? It has become a waste place, but during this fasting, I trust God that he will turn it into fruitful place in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Some of us are trying to start a business for many years, every time you start, it's not working. It's become a waste place. It's become a waste place. When you enter into this fasting, as you are doing this fast, fasting has a way of bringing benefits that the waste, old waste places have all become built up now. Amen. There are some lands, when you look at the lands, you see this place, no one lives there. Suddenly, some developers take over and you see buildings erected. That will be your portion. Amen. Productivity will be your portion. Shout and live in Amen. amen. And they shall build the, 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 the they shall be they shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundation of many generations. You start something that your children's children, children, children begin to benefit. May I say this, please? May I say this? May I say this? Mothers and fathers, parents, please, for heaven's sake, there are times you have to just get into fasting for your children. Amen. Yeah. Fast for your children, fast for the education. You are looking for scholarship for them. You haven't fasted about it. You might get it, but you might betray their destiny because where you got the scholarship is Sodom. Lot, Lot chose the fertile lands of Sodom. He thought it was good. So we see without fasting, you are, you are disadvantaged. God will guide you continually. Some of, some of you students, you are about to, you're about to choose your school your uni, your subject, you are not fasting. That's a major stage of your life. Why are you choosing a wife without fasting? Why are you choosing a husband without fasting? But some people don't know. My parents, fast for your children. Fast for your child's marriage. Fast for them. You can have some days set aside once in a while, whatever. And those of us with grandchildren, you can do it for them. There is a way that a person, a member of a family deserves the judgment of God, but another member will stand in through fasting that God avert the judgment. Have you fasted for your unmarried sister? Before you are making this noise, I've told her she should try and go to functions. What's this? Fast! 
at your mother's health situation. Doctors are very confused about her, her life. They are not sure if she will live for the next. Hey, you, you, you will not fast. You will not fast. I don't understand young ladies in church who want to marry and you have focused all your energy on the wrong thing and you are not fasting. You are, you are trying to catch a man like the way the worldly people do it. You have done everything possible, like you are still in the world. Those things can still be done to a certain limited extent, but give your energy to spiritual activity. Because all you may know, you are fighting a spiritual battle. I see God turning your situation around. I see God turning your situation around. Is somebody getting something? Yes, yes, yes. Can I tell you five ways to boost fasting? Five ways to enhance fasting. Five ways to enhance fasting. Quickly then. I believe somebody's learning something. Five ways. Nehemiah chapter 9. Verse 1. Nehemiah. (laughs) Chapter 9. Now, in the seventh and... Sorry, seventy and fourth day of the month, the children of Israel were assembled with fastings. What did the children of Israel do? What in fasting? What with fasting? Assembled. Group fastings. That's why, as a church, we declare fast is a corporate thing. It enhances your fasting. He has a way of boosting your fast. When the whole church is fasting, why have you exempted yourself? Corporate fasting has an advantage for you. All right? It boosts your fasting. It boosts the impact of your fasting. Though Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 1, they gathered and assembled and fasted with sackcloth and earth upon them. Verse 2, and the seed of Israel separated themselves. Say, separated themselves. Separated. When it's time for fasting, it means time for separation. Someone shout separation. separation. During the time of fasting, separate yourself from some stuff. Separate yourself from, I said it earlier on, some things that you do regularly, some things that you watch that are not edifying, some things that you listen to that are not edifying, some conversations you get yourself involved that are not involved, some phone calls you keep entertaining that are not really necessary, some things you can do without, separate yourself just for the purpose of fasting so you can be dedicated to God. All right, so separate yourself. Fasting requires separation. Let's all say that together. Say it again. So separate yourself. So they separated themselves. When we are fasting, let's detach. It's not only food you are not eating. There are some things you are fasting. Some of you, this fasting, fast Facebook, fast Instagram, fast Snapchat, fast uh, social media, fast. You spend awful too much time on social media. Fasting time, cut it down. I'll get off it. Cut it down. Number three, it says that um, they separated themselves from all strangers, from anything that is ungodly. This is the time to stop the pornography. Stop it. Stop watching it. Stop watching those X-rated stuff. 
Because they said they separated themselves from the um, strangers. These are strangers. They are not good for your spiritual work. Separate yourself. Separate yourself. Separate yourself. Somebody say separate yourself. Separate yourself. And then number three, quickly, confess sins. Did you hear what I said? Confess. 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 Admit, oh God, we have sinned. Sometimes you can confess sins on the behalf of your family. Yeah. You can confess sins on the behalf of your people. You can confess sins. In time of fasting, it's time to confess that, Lord, I admit that I went to gossip about the pastor. Yes. Shall confess. Confess. Confess sins. Confess the sins of your father. Confess the sins of your family. Confess the sins of your mother. There have been a lot going on. A lot has happened in your family. Sometimes you can confess the sins of that uncle of yours, what he did. You didn't do it, but it has an impact on your cousins and your family. Confess sins. Find things that must be confessed and ask God for mercy. Times of fasting. Wow. Number four. They confessed sins and then the iniquities of their fathers. Number four, and they stood with their, uh, sorry, stood in their place and read, uh oh, and uh, sorry, and read in the book of the law of the Lord their God one fourth part of the day. Can you imagine? So the quarter of the day, that's how many hours you're talking about. Six hours, they just stood to read the Bible, read the word of God. Keep reading and conf- listen. Keep reading and confessing God's word. Maybe you are, you are, you are, there's a challenge on your health. As you are fasting, the Lord is my healer. Read it. The Lord is my the, 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 the Lord is my healing. My, my healing. My health will spring forth. These are the things you should be confessing. Maybe you are going. You are believing God for breakthrough in your marriage. Uh, who finds a wife finds a good thing. Who finds confess the word. Read the word. Stay in the word. The time for snacking. Snack on God's word. The time for eating, when you are not eating, feed on God's word. So spend the time in God's word. Spend the time feeding your system with what brings in the word, preaching that will bring in the word. Saturate your environment. That's how fasting goes. Some people say, I've been fasting, I'm not seeing any result because of the way you are doing it. Get yourself saturated. After you separate yourself, don't just separate, I've separated. And fill the space with God's word. Mm. Fill the way. And don't only read it, but confess it. Mm. Speak God's word. Mm. Speak God's word. You hear negative news you are not happy about. Speak that the Lord is my healer. Come the on. Lord is my deliverer. The Lord is my helper. I will lift up my eyes to the hill. Where it comes from my help? You have to speak God's word. Speak God's word. Speak God's word. Constantly. Let the book of the Lord not depart from your mouth. Joshua 1.8. This book, it shouldn't depart from your mouth, not your mind, your mouth. Keep confessing God's word. Keep confessing God's word. This year, you have to be confessing. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above, not beneath. Confess it. Confess it. Some of us are reading with fear. Fear about your your future prospects in that industry. Fear about your marriage. Fear about your health. Fear about your children. 
Fear about your, your family. Fear about your, the things in the past that are about to catch up with you. Yeah, those things are, can be very worrying, no? Because there's an unresolved issue that God is possibly covering it up for you. You come and uncover his own, he will leave your own like that. But, but when there's fear, when there's trouble, when there's stress, these are, speak God's word. Fill yourself with God's word and speak out God's word. Confess God's word. That your child who is sick, confess everything. Your fasting time is to speak the word of God on the child. Besides laying hands on the child, as you are even at work, you remember the child. He said, the, the, the Lord is my portion. The Lord is my portion. The Lord is my friend. The family of the righteous is blessed. The seed of the righteous is blessed. These are the things. Confess it. Confess it. Don't confess nothing. That's American English. Don't confess nothing. The British English, don't confess anything. But. So first you confess your sins and then let the word stay in your heart and in your mouth. Let the word stay in your heart and your mouth. Think on the word. I'm begging you because some of you think it's the laying on offense that holds future for you. No. These things I'm sharing, it holds future for you. Yeah. This Christianity is, is, there's a big chunk of Christianity which is DIY. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's DIY. Don't mind all those kind of leaders or whatever, pastor or prophet, who want you to depend on them. It's not Christianity. That is sacerdotalism. It's not Christianity. You are not meant to be depending on somebody in your quest for God. What the pastors do is they should teach you the ways of God so that you can be able to access, access God faster and quicker and smoother. But yourself, how come, how come you are a Christian and you don't have any relationship with the word of God? You don't have any relationship. Feed yourself with God's word. As I said, as I said the other time, Satan is a liar. The only thing that defeats him is the truth. He can't stand the truth because he's a liar. Once you bring, when, so stockpiles, you be filled, have stockpile of God's word. When Satan comes, you release it, he goes back. He comes and he releases it, he goes back. Feed yourself. So, to boost your fasting, enhance your fasting, you have to focus on the word. Ah. Read it yes. yourself. Yes. Get yourself familiar with God's yes. word. Be a good student of God's word. Yes. Be someone who has a certain level of familiarity. You are familiar with God's word. That's right. Let's finish this thing. Um, Nehemiah, chapter 3, chapter 9, verse 3. And they stood, um, they stood up in their place and read the book of the law of the Lord. They are God for one fourth part of the day. And another fourth part, they confessed and worshipped. Did you see that? The Lord, they are God. Worship. Take advantage of the worship for service. Be part of the team. All right, so quickly, when do you fast? Fast when you are faced with a mammoth task. You are planning on relocating to China. Hey, hey, fast. Fast about it. You are about to choose a major course, subject. Fast about it. 
it's requiring fasting. Doesn't mean that when you fast, as soon as you fast, you begin to see it. But fasting is that, that, that your light will dawn. Suddenly, you will begin to make a decision that will, favor, will be favorable for your future. You may not even know that you have made the right decision. But because you, you fasted, God guides, comes in to guide you. Don't make, please, don't choose a marriage partner without fasting. You will hurt yourself. Because you're a spiritual person. Use it. Don't relocate. Major this. You are, you are faced with a mammoth task. A huge responsibility. You're about to do something very big. Or you're about to choose something for your children. It can affect everything. Or you're about to make a major decision. You want to go through divorce. Please fast first. Yeah. Fast before you choose to divorce that man. Or that woman. Because maybe that's you. The biggest angel you have ever you can ever have in your life. Yeah. Fast. It's important. So when do you fast? Fast when you are faced with a major situation. Secondly, fast when you are in danger. Second Chronicles chapter 20. He says that, Lord, we do not know what to do. These people who are coming against us, we are afraid, and yet we don't know how to do. And they declared fasting. Fast when you are faced with major danger. You have a brother who has been who is being redeployed to Iraq. It's a, his life is in danger. Fast for your brother. Fast for your uncle. Or fast for your son. Fast. You can tell that you are you have a, a big court case because someone is trying to take the land and your land or your property or please fast. If you're a politician and elections are coming, fast. You have a major, a major medical examination ahead. You are taking your child for a major scan or a major situation. Fast! Take the time of that if you have the chance to. So they said, come next Friday. And they told you last week. Huh? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you can declare fast. You can that Lord, don't be waiting and God's servant prophesied. That has its place. I'm telling you, that has its place. But please, stop being one-sided. It's about time people take responsibility for what they're expecting from heaven. Take responsibility. First, when you are faced with danger. Number three, first, when you are encountered with demonic issues. You discover that no one gets married easily in your family. Why haven't you given it to fasting? You've discovered that every May, either second week or third week in May, you will be hospitalized. Mm. And you haven't, you haven't dealt with it in fasting? Identify what is threatening your life demonically and tackle it in fasting. Jesus said, this kind does not go, Mark chapter 9 verse 29, this kind does not go except by prayer and fasting, except by prayer and fasting, except by prayer and fasting. This kind does not go except by prayer and fasting. Look at your age. A man, a man who is almost 40 and you are not married, it's a concern. Declare fast before you even come to the pastor. Fast. You are dealing with a demonic situation. It is calling for fasting. Fast. And break the power of the devil in your life. 
except for health reasons, maybe you can't fast. That's a different thing altogether. Fast. You have seen the signs, the symptoms of your brother who ended in prison, ended up in prison and life imprisonment, three different counts. You have seen that symptom manifesting in your son. So you see, this thing is a public thing. The thing hasn't left. Suddenly, he said, when I read anything, when I go to school, they teach me I can't remember anything. I can't remember anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so you, when you begin to see demonic patterns and traits, please, please, many ladies here who are not yet married, don't take it for granted. If you look at your mother, it should advise you that there is an unidentified flying object in this place. Hoping around my family. Responsible for some things happening. Identifying fasting. Let's, what are the points I've mentioned so far? Mammoth. Uh, uh, yeah? In danger. Demonic situation. Let me add for two minutes. Let me add this. A demonic situation. You are in danger. Uh, social issues. Social issues. Maybe there are policies governments are making or there are things that are going on in the society. Christians committed to fasting. Committed to fasting. It is about time Christians go on their knees and pray that, Lord, these policies they are making, that can affect many lives. This climate change issue, that whatever you see in scriptures and you can tell that Satan is going to take advantage to hurt many lives, but you can see that scripture doesn't take it into fasting. Fast about social issues. Maybe in your neighborhood, every week or every six months or every year, someone gets murdered. Every year. You have to stop it. You are in the territory. Stop it by fasting. Stop it. Take charge. Some of you are teachers in some schools. Begin to fast. Yeah. Begin to fast about the negative trend in the school. Fast about it. Fast to deal with it. That's why God sent you there. Fast. Stand in the gap. Fast to deal with it. Fast to deal with it. You, are, you work in a hospital and it is the, uh, it's the, it's a failing hospital. People die easily and every time they ask you. And that, you've been there for a while. Please, it's about time you declare fast over your job, the place you work, that all these things will cease. And then finally, when do you fast? To break a bondage or yoke. I mentioned earlier on, that addiction, pornography, nicotine, some people have addiction to sex. Yeah. Alcohol addiction. All kinds of addiction. Please, don't take it lightly. Get you fast to break addiction. You can fast. I'm not saying when you fast it to stop. But it can give you an upper hand for whatever is behind it to break the yoke over your life. You are saying, oh, I don't know, I'm struggling with this addiction. Have you fasted about it? Have you fasted? This last leg of the fasting, last week of this fasting, I bet you, give your fasting an assignment. Target something. When you are fasting, you are fasting with information. You are fasting with insight and understanding. This thing in my life, I'm breaking it. I'm breaking it. That's why in our church, 
we fast beginning of every year to take charge over the year. Don't wait for something to take us by surprise. We take everything and we take charge. So by the time you are coming, the radar system has picked you from January. Picked you up from January. And we begin to... It, you can't just take out a surprise. Fast. And break that addiction. Amen. Don't say, I'm trying to put systems in place to stop it. Break it. Some, of, some of you have soul ties. Yeah. You used to be with that guy, you used to be with that lady, and every time she's still on you, you can't break off him. You can't break, even though you know it's dangerous for you, get in, engage in fasting. Get you are married, but your former girlfriend is always on your mind. You feel, you feel, you feel there is a tie. You feel there is a bond, a bonding. And it's affecting you. Please, I beg you, for goodness sake, fast. Fast. Did you receive something today? We thank God for using the servant, Reverend Dr. David Andrew, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Karis Ministries. Stay blessed.